Hey Gems, welcome back to the show. Let's not waste any time and jump straight into the topic. Being debt-free is actually just the beginning. What's crazy is that so many people get stuck in the debt phase of life that they never get beyond that place. Now, some people like to do, you know, debt and savings and and try to have a balanced financial life, which to each their own, do what you do what you feel you need to. Um there's no right or wrong way. It's not black and white. However, what I do want to say is that when you can remove debt as a barrier in your life, then you're able to focus even more heavily on some of these things that we're going to talk about today. It's so important to begin questioning some of the ideology that society has told us is how we should be living our life. We want to understand where those notions come from and then consciously decide whether we want to continue to see things that way or not. The tips that I'm going to talk about today are going to be things that you've heard about before, and if you're in debt, seem far off for you in the situation that you're in now. For those who are out of debt, your financial journey is just beginning. There are so many things that you can do now that you're debt-free. And for those who are hoping to get on a plan to help them get debt out of their way so that they can live their best life, hopefully this serves as some hope and gives you something to work toward so that you can keep going when things get tough. I'm so thankful that you're here listening to this, and I'm so glad to share these tips with you and and infuse a little bit of my own story. So, you know, if you've listened to the podcast before, or if you know me from social media, I paid off over $90,000 in student loan and credit card debt before my 30th birthday in May of this year. And what happened after that was crazy. What I realized was oh my gosh, I have no idea what to do now. And then I remembered, I follow Dave Ramsey's plan. I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. There's 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 a step-by-step process that I'm supposed to be doing. But it crossed my mind, what am I supposed to do now? I wanted to go spend all my money. So I was like, let me go on a trip. But we're in a pandemic, so I couldn't go nowhere, okay? What I'm saying is, is that I became an expert in becoming debt-free. And now I'm a novice in things like investing, in things like real estate, which is a part of an investment portfolio, in estate planning, in protecting my assets. There's so many questions that I have now that I'm debt-free because now I see that the world is my oyster and that I have the ability to build and generate wealth for my family for years to come. I want to share some of these things that I'm learning with you because I think it'll be helpful in your path and progression. Again, these are things that you've probably heard before. And, you know, we, it's always good to have reminders. We learn through repetition. So when we're going through these, if you've heard of them and you're already, you know, progressing through some of these steps, I'll keep, keep an eye on which ones need your focus and your attention. Okay. 
So the first one is going to be getting serious about your emergency fund, right? So you want to, if you have done the Dave Ramsey plan, then you had a $1,000 emergency fund, paid off your debt, then you need to create your fully funded emergency fund. Some people are doing the pay yourself first method. Some people do the avalanche method. There's so many different ways, okay, to handle your personal finances. But what you want is to be able to have an emergency fund because guess what? Life happens, okay? And when you have an emergency fund, it makes it so that an emergency is just that, an emergency, as opposed to an emergency turning into a crisis. Now, what we've seen this year with everything going on is that it's really highlighting and spotlighting that people were not prepared. Before the pandemic, people, 40% of people didn't have $400 for an emergency. So when layoffs occurred and furloughs began to run rampant and all things like that, it became blaringly clear that preparation and planning have to become something that are at the forefront of our mind and our personal finance journey. So getting serious about your emergency fund, making sure that you save up at least three to six months, especially if you're out of debt, okay? It might be nice to even have a year's worth of emergency fund, depending on your situation and, and what your life looks like. So you want to outline that, get really detailed, you know, create the goals and start budgeting to make that so. We don't get off of a budget because we're debt free. We actually want to make sure that we stay on top of it so that we're utilizing our money to its greatest potential because now it's ours. Instead of sending $500 to a car payment, instead of sending $300 to student loans, instead of sending money over to credit card people, you get to pay yourself. You get to enjoy watching your bank account grow, baby, okay? I was in debt prior to May 2020. And now my savings account is five figures already and it's september it's sorry it's october the snowball begins to roll in the other direction when you get debt out of the way and i it's really it's really almost challenging to discuss because i have to check my bank account multiple times like is this true is this real like what i want to scream it from the rooftops get it together let's all get on a plan stick to it so that we're able to position ourselves to be able to create generational wealth, live our best lives, serve greater than we ever could have considered. So the first one is getting serious about your emergency fund to create a cushion between you and life, okay? There are a couple of people that did the financial fitness challenge that I held in February of 2020. And in that month, it was just a, you know, it was just a fun little challenge that I decided to do and invite people to join me on. One person was able to save $1,000 in a month. And then the next month was laid off because of the pandemic. That $1,000, while it may not seem like much, was a little bit of an extra cushion between her and life circumstances. And now she is growing her business, which she's always wanted to do. She's focusing on what really matters to her and building her life, even despite this pandemic, building the life that she wants to live, that she feels she can be proud of. There was another person that joined the, the challenge, and they were able to save $500. 
They also then came up with a plan to become debt-free before they were 30. It was a matter of belief in thinking that it's possible and then coming up with a plan that was feasible with the execution to follow. The next thing that you want to think about after you become debt-free is to investigate, right, your retirement options. So what do you have available to you? I would say starting where you're at is a fine place to begin. If you have a job where there are options, can you sit down with someone and have them explain it to you? If you don't already know, if you're not savvy as far as investing, um, investing in retirement, then don't leave it in someone else's hands to make those decisions for your life. The goal would be for you to become educated on what you're investing in so that you can not manage it. Someone else might manage the investment, but you can make the decision confidently that you know what you're investing in. So you want to look into, you know, IRAs, Roth IRAs, 401k plans, like what are your investment options, your retirement options, because you want to practice that foresight again. You want to think ahead. Life is short, but life is also long, right? And you don't want to be someone in your 50s and 60s and 70s and 80s that because of poor planning, you are now struggling and have to work instead of get to work. And have to worry about, you know, your finances and the situation that you're in instead of getting to use your energy and your time to do whatever you darn well please, okay? You also, after becoming debt-free, want to organize your financial life. Get your life together. Because when you're in debt, right, you're in a specific phase of your financial journey and it calls for certain things to occur. Now, you want to reevaluate at every stage. You want to be in a process of reevaluation. You don't go to the doctor one time and never visit again. You go annually. You reevaluate your health. You need to be reevaluating your personal finances on a regular basis. So you want to get organized. Create a legacy box, I think is what Dave Ramsey calls it. Get all of your information and put it all together. Make sure that you have all of your plans kind of mapped up and put in a place that you are able to access it and make sure that you're on track. You want to get organized. As if your personal finances were a business. If you had a job and your job was an auditor, okay, you would take your job seriously and you would want someone else to be organized so that you can audit more appropriately. Your personal finances are a business. You want to make sure that as much as possible they're squeaky clean and that if an auditor had to look at your personal finances that everything would be understandable. So take the time. It's tough. I say this, but it's tough to, to, you probably need to set aside an appointment for yourself, you know, um, however often, monthly, quarterly, annually, so that you can stay on top of keeping your finances organized. You don't want to have receipts, you know, crumpled up and stuff like that. You don't want to have things in multiple places where it's hard to find them and you forget, right? Now you want to figure out also what your coverage is looking like. What is your insurance coverage? How are you protecting your assets? Okay, because life happens. So when life happens, how are you covered? Are you covered enough? A lot of people are underinsured. So if you're underinsured, life will happen and then it's going to turn into a crisis. The emergency turns into a crisis if you are underinsured. So you want to reevaluate 
because you're gonna your net worth is gonna be skyrocketing, baby. Okay, you gonna <laughs> woo, you gonna start seeing digits and numbers and commas that you are not familiar with. So you want to make sure that you're protecting your assets. Okay, and you want to stay debt free. Okay, let me say it again. You want to stay debt free. Do not ever, for any reason ever, never go back into debt unless it's for a home, a home that is within your budget to afford. Not some crazy old big old home because you just feel like you deserve it and whatnot. No, it needs to be something that's within your means and you need to keep living in a way that supports your sustainability long term your financial sustainability long-term. So you want to be saving for major purchases. You're going to have to write those in to your budget. We have to have a new mindset. We have to have a, a new way of seeing things because we are the ones charged with changing the tide of, of the world. When we were younger, we watched other people, you know, do things and make decisions and become leaders. We, it's us now. We have to do that. We have a responsibility. So be responsible. Make wise decisions. Seek good advice and, and um, support from mentors, from a financial advisor, from a coach, from a therapist, from a whoever it is that you need support in whatever area of your life, okay? You also don't have to do this by yourself. You should have a team, okay? You need a lawyer for your estate planning. You need an accountant. You need a bookkeeper if you're a business owner. You need a financial advisor. You need a team. Now, you're not going to have a team overnight, maybe, but you need to start idea like figuring out what that looks like and how to make it happen my goal is for all of us to level up and live our best lives for all of us to be able to experience um, financial stress-free lives and impact the world with our ideas and our goals and our dreams because the world is waiting it's crying out for support for help and it would be a disservice for us to get selfish and caught up in the things that we want that maybe don't align with our greater purpose and instruction given to us. So I hope that these tips are helpful. Definitely shoot me a DM, um, send me an email, ask me any questions you might have. Leave a review for the podcast because it helps more people to see um, where we're at and share the podcast with somebody who needs to hear it, okay? I appreciate you. I hope all is well during all this crazy time. I hope that you're able to spend time healing, rejuvenating, resting. Or if this is a time where you're supposed to be hustling, I see you. And I will talk to you next time, Gems. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the podcast, you have a few options. You can subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to it, and you'll be notified as new episodes are uploaded. You can also leave a review or send me your feedback. Doing so helps me to create content that's relevant to what you want to hear about. And last, you can share the podcast with a friend. Whether it's directly or sharing it on your social media, it helps them to know that you think that this is information that they need to hear about. Thank you.